0: sinner who's probably gonna sin again lord forgive me lord forgive me things i don't understand sometimes i need to be alone this don't kill my vibe this don't kill my vibe i can feel your energy from two planets away i got my drink i got my music I what's up world what's up today? twitter what's up I social media you who are listening. No matter where you may be. No matter when you hear this podcast. Morning, noon, or night. It is Eileen Zellers. ZBM.podbean.com That's the mothership. On Twitter. At Zellers Basement Media. Rosemary Basement. What else? Facebook. Zelda's Basement Media. You gotta have to step everywhere. As many places as you can. And I'm still not in enough places. I need to be in more places because I need to be heard more, damn it. I got an ego like Trump sometimes. Gotta be ego. Some of my ego. Just kidding. Nobody got a bigger tr- ego than Donald Trump. Nobody. What's going on, world? Hope everything's going good on this Monday, March 2nd. I had to check the date on that. Cause sometimes time just gets by you. Somebody's chick be going on in the world. that time just get by you. And let me just put that out there. For people to have a problem with certain words like shit, motherfucker, stuff like that, this is not a podcast for you. So turn it off. Hope everything's going great in your world. Things are going fantastic here. In Cincinnati. Oh yo. On this Monday night. You just heard that. A little sniffle. I'm not sniffing any powder. Trust me. No, not doing that. I've been a little bit under the weather. You might hear it in my voice. I'm like, yeah, you sound a little bit under the weather. Well, I'm feeling a lot better now. But it started Thursday. Then Friday, that shit moved in like big time. I didn't really get like coronavirus sick. No, nothing like that. I didn't even really have the flu. I don't know what it was. It was kind of cold, scratchy throat, sinus stuff, feeling weak, cold one time, chills, then hot, all that kind of stuff. Sometimes those are the symptoms of flu. It's kind of hot. It can't be coronavirus, but it's not. But it just kind of, it was kind of weird, the way this shit, like I said, started Thursday, Friday, boom, had to go to work, felt horrible, came home. All I wanted to do was like, look, I just want to go get my little goods, my soups, my whatever, my cranberry juice, my ginger ale, you know, gotta have that ginger ale. Gotta have that ginger I'm black, black people. got Ginger ale cures every fucking thing, okay? So, I wanted to get all that stuff and just get in and get on the couch and get up under the blankets, which I did, and I stayed there, watching TV, drinking chicken noodles, camel's chicken noodle soup. The shit is salty as hell, but that's some good chicken. It got this kind of rich, heavy sort of soup stuff that feel like it's just gonna coat your lungs and make it feel all smooth inside or something, along with raising your blood pressure because it got a lot of damn salt in it. But that's where I was Friday. Then I kind of like during Friday night felt a little better, got up, walked around, this some stuff. The next night I'm back on the damn couch. Like I said. At that point, my throat and all that kind of stuff wouldn't really bother me. I just felt kind of beat up like I got hit by a truck. Come Saturday, yeah, I feel a little bit better. Got up tried to do a few things, move some things around the house. And the next thing I know, I'm back on the couch, down for the count. No energy, nothing. Just couldn't do nothing. I was supposed to go out, hang out with some friends and smoke cigars and all that good stuff. Couldn't even do that. I had not really been able to smoke a cigar. Like, I tried one last night. was out of town. Hey, I I just want to throw this out there because I digress. You know, I'm getting up in the age. I I forget shit. Sometimes I'm one minute over here and I jump over here. But I just want to say, you know, what I normally say. No matter whenever you hear this podcast, morning, noon, or night, I hope everything is going fantastic in your world. If I didn't already say that. Now, back to what was happening with the cigar thing. So, I'm up. I I, I get to, you know, (laughs) feeling better Sunday because I knew I had some plans Sunday. Because uh, me and Donna Winston's girlfriend had to take a trip to Indianapolis. Can't go into a lot of stuff. I don't think she wants me to go into a lot of stuff. Basically, she's doing her thing, her acting thing. Don't want to talk a lot about that because, like I said, sometimes, you know, people get in these projects and they be like, hey, you can't mention that stuff. That's wrong, get me booted out. But anyway, so we're up in Indianapolis. Beautiful city. Indiana, state of Indiana. Got some deep history, I kinda of talked about that along the way. Talked about my experience one time up there before. I was up there one time before in Whiteland, Indiana. Hold the topic. But anyway, was up there having a great time. Um, Felt good, Like felt kinda like, man, eh, wasn't 100%, but was feeling a lot better, did the drive, got up there, ate, went to this cool ass restaurant up there called The Punch. Burger kind of joint. Oh man, got this burger in there, turkey burger with guacamole on it, and cheese and toasted bread, and these damn waffle like French fry things. Loaded my damn cart uh, plate down with that stuff. Couldn't even eat all the fries. But that damn sandwich, I wasn't gonna let that sandwich go to waste. Feeling great. Then on the way back, I'm like, you know, feeling pretty good. Hey, up here in Indianapolis, having a great time. Went and checked out some of the little sites down in the little circle thing with a big monument and all of that stuff. It was kind of a weird thing, too, going on. Went up there, like I said, it was nighttime, got the little circle thing downtown in the city. And circle thing, I mean, basically like it's like this huge monument where it's like in the center of the downtown, I guess, heart of the city and you just big circle where you can just kind of like drive around it or whatever. It's a huge monument. Um. And then like they casting these lights uh, from one building to another building where it kind of made the image of the American flag and all that stuff. Very patriotic because we was in damn it, Penn State. Mike, Penn State. You can't get more damn American than that. Okay? Okay? Are you feel me? We're in Penn State and I'm up there by the monument in a circle with the lights cascading on the other buildings in the Image of the American flag, and out of nowhere, I start hearing like the Star-Spangled Banner, Bicentennials, how music filling all that kind of stuff, and I'm like, "Who's pumping this stuff through the speakers? Like, where is this coming from?" Oh, it was Star-Spangled Banner, uh, Pledge of Allegiance. I don't know which one. Of them. It was, maybe it was all of them. First time I ever witnessed something like that. I heard something like that. I was just wondering, like do they do that out there all the time? Is that like every night or was there something going on that was special that night? It was Sunday night? I don't know. That was kind of different. It was kind of like, okay, just going to enjoy this moment. Maybe should I stand here and maybe put my hand over my heart or something. Uh, Star Spangled Banner is playing, whatever, in the background. I don't know which one of the anthems it was, but it was one of them. I can't remember. told Don, I said, maybe I should take a knee. I don't know. I just thought about that. But I was feeling better. So then I digressed because I was talking about cigars. Well, I had to get all the other stuff in, all the other stuff that I ate and all this kind of stuff. Because that set up the moment for the cigar. Some of you cigar smokers, you know what I'm talking about. It's nothing like after you eat a good meal, have a drink. Sometimes you want to have a drink with the cigar, but it's nothing like after you had a good meal, digesting that all down with a good cigar, burning some ash. Stopped at a little cigar joint up there. Can't remember the name. Not really a cigar joint. It's one of those head shots for potheads. It's not to put down potheads. Didn't mean it like that. But anyway, they had a little humidor like off in the side. Big ass store. Humidor about the size of a small closet. Locker room. Like locker. Just enough room to get inside of it. Cigars was way overpriced. Especially for those brands. Just want to say that. Don't want to throw your name out there. Cigar's way overpriced. So I'm like, <laughs> I get cigarette, like this, this right here? This, this is five bucks over in KY. You're selling it for 12 Really? Jeez. Hate to see what you're selling the $12. $24? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Shit was high. Somebody I buy one cigar. Ironically, I had just come from a restaurant called Punch, where you get a great burger and I bought a punch cigar. But that punch cigar was horrible. Horrible. Your humidor probably is shit, basically. Cigar was horrible. Killed my my Sunday ride home. It just killed it. Well, it didn't kill it, but you know, <laughs> it was been really cool to drive back listening to some jazz. So old school R and B, mellow moves, that kind of music. Cause I, I'm, you know, I listen, I look, I do listen to rap music. Love a lot of hip hop. J Cole, one of my favorite artists out there. Kendrick Lamar, can open up the damn show with Kendrick Lamar. But yeah, I love my old school. So I was feeling good. Been feeling better. So I may sound a little bit under the weather, but I am feeling a lot better. Coronavirus. Some of you are freaking out. Sometimes I feel like freaking out. Like, is this it? Is this how this shit is to go down? hot again I'm thinking like ah oh, maybe it's that cold thing coming back no man you got the fucking coronavirus how did this happen I put up a thing on Facebook picture you seen the picture the woman the bat all of that bat suit you know. and Wuhan some part of China said it's not actually how it all transmitted but got something to do with virus in certain animals. Anyway, who caring about that right now? Right now, you're just like looking at this motherfucker that's standing beside you, coughing and sneezing, and then you like, yo, you need to back your ass up right now. I don't know what you got. You might just hide it. Common cold, common flu. You could have fucking coronavirus. I'm not trying to be the second case after you in this here region that I'm in. Not in this part of town. So where are you at on this stuff? Are you out there stockpiling water, buying up all the damn Lysol and Clorox and wipes and shit? Are you one of those? You might need to be. I'm telling you. I haven't got my mask yet. But it's in my cart. It's in my cart. The first case that pops up here in this region, in Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm going to get my mask. Boom, send money, send me my mask. Not taking a chance. Trying to do the hand washing stuff. The hand washing stuff is very important. Wash your damn hands. You should be washing your hands anyway. And this damn practice of handshaking, shaking, that shit needs to stop now. It's filthy. I've always thought it was a filthy practice. Handshake. The Chinese, they just bow. Even though the coronavirus still spread it. I don't know how you spread it from a bow. But they just bow. People be coming to me now with their hands all open. I mean, hell no, you better back up, and do the elbow thing or a quick fist bump. But we ain't shaking no hands. Your fist bump, that's not, you know, because it depends on how, you know, somebody trying to bump your fist. If people that wipe their hands and stuff, you can still catch it like that. That little elbow bump thing. Hey, we still cool? We still show you some love? We just ain't got to make that day on physical contact like that. Dangerous out here in these streets. People sneezing on people and shit. It's been a big day today on this Monday, March 2nd. Big day in politics. Big day in politics. So much is going on in politics. Everybody want that. Well, not everybody. It's only a few now. Coming out of two want that number one seat. Want to be that Democratic nominee. So right before Super Tuesday, Pete Buttigieg. I'll never know if I'm saying that last name right, but I'm not gonna repeat it right now. And Amy Clovis don't ever know if I'm saying her name right, but I don't really care about her. She it kind of irritates me. I'm gonna say something about Amy. Amy, you know, here's the thing with her. It's cool when you done done something. I get it. If you like running for office, you gotta get out there and say the things you've done. Cause sometimes people don't know. You know, you need to get out there. But sometimes she just like, damn, did you make the postage stamp? Like Dixie Cups? Do we have any Dixie? Do they still put Dixie Cups out? like the, the circular fan, like what have it that you haven't done, she's always, I was the first one to do that, and you know what, I'm the only one that got that voted, you know what, I was the only person ever, and you never did that, it's like, geez lady, stop patting yourself on the back, that, nothing annoys me more, sometimes with people, than a person who always, blowing their own damn horn, let somebody else blow it, it feels better, that's just a joke, dirty minds out there, no, but I'm just, you know, don't want to get off track with today's politics. But like I said, today was a big day for Joe Biden, nicknamed Sleepy Joe, by the president. Oh, I, she somebody, sometimes sleepy-ass people are the ones that, you, that will sneak up on your ass. You be thinking they always sleep and they ain't paying attention. He be one paying a lot of attention. Joe's not sleepy. Joe's just kind of old, just like Donald, who has the nerves to talk about anybody. Did you see that? the The press conference was it uh, that he did was that Sunday night, early or was it early Sunday, early Sunday or Saturday? I was ill, trying to you know make sure I ain't got the damn corona, and he was just so whooped. He's standing there, nothing about him said leader at all, other than Russian spy. He's just standing there. Yeah, so the coronavirus is, you know, is having a. Real effect But it's not doing a lot of stuff But it is doing some things And you know we, We're watching Nobody know more about viruses Than I do Because I know a lot about A lot of things That's why I'm president Of the United States And uh, you know Because you know Anybody that would hit A porn star raw Got to know some things About viruses Because yeah I banged uh, Stormy Daniels No protection at all And you know She's a porn star And probably had uh, A lot of people Shoot up inside her And all over And all that kind of stuff But I didn't care Because uh, Hey Hey that's what I do. That was kind of his tone. Piss, Mike Piss, hanging out in your state the other day, yesterday, standing in the back of Trump, looking at him like, just "Don't fuck this up, don't please, just don't just don't fuck this up." Because he got out the other day, you know him and his stupid ass son, Junior. God, you look. I don't if you know of any father, like, especially a father, put it like this, if you know of an asshole type dad somewhere that got a son that's named after him that's a junior, you know that motherfucker's an asshole too. Apple never falls too far from the goddamn tree. Two assholes don't make it right. So they both get out there talking this dumb shit about the virus. Oh, this is the the Democrats want this. (laughs) Dumbass junior. The Democrats want millions of people to die for this. So I can help them in their election. Help my dad lose. They want millions of people to die. That's what. Now, again, this could only come from a retard. Because if my thinking is, okay, yeah, I want millions of people to die because I want my guy to win. The possibility, somewhere in those millions of people could be my family, friends, you know, some relatives. He <laughs> didn't really think that well out, did you? Donald, before you... But I don't think none of you guys think anything like that out. Trump was doing the same thing out there on the stump, saying the same thing. This is the Democrats. they're trying to do the third election, and he wants this market to go down. He's worried about the fucking stock market. Simple as that. But anyway, today... Biden got the endorsements of both Amy and Pete. Elizabeth Warren's still out there doing her thing. She ain't bowing down yet. She still feels like she's in the fight. Bernie, (laughs) it's not going to happen. Look, I get it. I get why so many of you like Bernie Sanders. I like Bernie Sanders my damn self. I like all the ideas. The healthcare, Medicaid for everybody. Free healthcare like they have in all these other countries. Want to go to college and get the money? Hey, you can go. Went to college didn't really benefit from it. Put in four years. Now you're stuck with a bunch of debt. Hey, no worries. We're going to write that debt off for you. That sounds great. That's why a lot of young people are like, hey, I'm with Bernie because I am like, oh, fucking $100,000 and I'm not going to be able to pay this shit off ever. Yeah, I get that. Here's the thing. I'm trying to sum this up in a nutshell for you to get it. But it's fairly simple. People are scared of change. Always have, always will be. Change scare people. There's certain people that's not afraid of change. Those are people that's willing to do whatever is to make that act of changing whatever position or thing that's before them that they feel needs changing. Risk takers. And they need people to sometimes to come along with them and they risk taking. when you talk about all these other countries who have free Medicare, free health care, college, all this stuff, and it does sound great. You you do think sometimes, damn, well, if these other countries can do it, why come we can't do it? I thought about it. Then I listened to Fareed Zakari the other day, and he was talking about it, even in some of those countries where there's all the Medicare and College and all this stuff that the middle class over there pay a higher tax because in Bernie's grand scheme of things, a lot of money got to pay for that shit. This country makes a lot of money, but we're a lot of debt too. trillion dollars of debt. You got some more programs you want to put in effect. You got to figure out how you're going to pay all this stuff. Something to think about. So. I get it. It's different. We need different. Bernie wants to bring the revolution. A lot of us in this country wants to bring on that revolution. But like I said, I think we in the people. Are not always so. Open to what seems to be drastic change, and for a lot of people that sounds really drastic, and it sounds even more drastic when it's being labeled stuff like socialism. Like you know, okay, because some people hear socialism, some people don't even know what the fuck they talking about. They're like, what does that mean, socialism? Then you got a person like Trump who gonna tie communism with it and confuse all kind of people. They like, oh, I no. they be like, shit, I don't know what's that socialism shit, but but that kind of communism, That's them China. Russia shit. Russia's a whole other story. I digress. Some people know what socialism is and don't even like the idea of it. Because like a lot of Republicans always feel government needs to stay out of your damn business. Republicans believe in that theory you need to pull yourself up by your bootstraps get out there and make something happen. We ain't doing it for you. It's scary to people. I listened to uh, Ralph Nader. He was on uh, Jeremy Scahill, uh His uh, podcast. And uh, a lot of what Nader said, I agree with him. He said he called Pelosi. Maybe he did. I don't know. Uh, he said he had the idea of, of what perfect thing, in the way to get Donald Trump actually impeached out of office. He himself... You know, they got a whole team of lawyers there, but you know, somehow this guy got it all figured out. It's always one person that got it all figured out. That's kind of world we live in. One person knows everything. Um, And the stuff he threw out there, yeah, I get it. And the, the way, you know, uh, Jeremy Scahill, who was doing the interview and and the different opposition, or are, are the different questions that he proposed, and and, and basically just kind of, Throwing back to Nader, that yeah, that sounds great, but yeah, but how do you get people to be open for these ideas? To be, because people are not. Some are, a lot of people are not. Like I said, change scares people, and those changes that what Bernie is talking about sounds a little big for some people, a little big for the rich. Then it's that whole thing: is you a Democrat? You an Independent? Socialist Democrat, all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's like sometimes, it's like it's like a a, a box. We you're setting up a boxing match, just like just recently, you know, you saw the Wilder and Fury fight. Fury probably been you know studying Wilder. Yeah, he got that big right hand, but if I neutralize his ass, that right hand don't matter much. The fuck else do we got? Sizing up your opponent seeing where you can break them down at, seeing how you can expose them, seeing how you can make them look weak. That's the scary thing about, I think with Bernie running against Trump, not the Trumps, Trump, geez, like, he's just, I even hate to say contender. But in the scheme of, and in the metaphor of boxing, sizing up your opponent, see where he's weak at, they was going to use that. They was going to use it out there. They going to throw it out there to the base. They were going to throw it out there to some of the independent people, uh, to some of the older voters who are kind of skeptical about all this, all this stuff, how, where did the money come from. They was going to throw all that stuff out there. And then when he brought up the thing about Cuba and the education system, he he's going to throw all that stuff out there. And he was going to paint this guy into this image you know how Bernie looks sometimes with the yelling and the pointing and then getting all worked up. He was gonna, they was gonna create a character of Bernie Sanders, which they're gonna do that with whoever else. But they was really the thing with him. It was gonna, it was gonna be to sell it a lot easier, and I think the people would have bought it. And we know four more years of Donald Trump. But when you think about, like I said before in the last podcast, his, old, his ass got impeached because of the person that he was really afraid of, Joe Biden. I talked about it on the last podcast about Biden. Is he as steady as he sh- used to be? You no, know, the guy's getting older. But he's... He's promoting and selling something people are familiar with. He's the person who maybe knock up your doors and sell you something that you're like, oh yeah, alarm system. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, my neighbor across the street. Yeah, you got one because I heard you was in the neighborhood. Yeah, come on there. Buy one of those things. Somebody coming to your house trying to sell you Some kind of system that got drones That's going to come up out the ground somewhere Or off the rooftop or somewhere And hover around your house And send so many pictures To your phone It sound like that Sounds pretty crazy Sounds slick but I don't know I can't take all that in That's what it is With Bernie That's why the Democrats DNC not fans of that guy They don't want him out there People like to stick with shit that's safe. This is crazy. It's not how you sometimes you advance. It's not how sometimes you build for the future or become uh, to create to involve to evolve, but there's a certain comfort that people have with things they're familiar with. It's just that simple. Joe Biden, Democrat, progressive, old school Democrat is what they're used to. People are used to. You saw it down in South Carolina. Black voters came out and said, this is our guy. Right before Super Tuesday, which is tomorrow, get the endorsement. Amy and Pete Buttigieg. They're going to be joining him somewhere tonight. They're circling the wagons. James Clyburn, Nancy Pelosi, all over there like, yes, 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 yes. Bernie's going to be somewhere yelling tonight, tomorrow night. This is what they're trying to do. I'm telling you, as you can see, they don't want you. They don't want to try nothing. They want the billionaires. They don't want change. They want to continue on with the same thing that they haven't been working. That's what they want to do. They are gathering forces against you. They got the billionaires making donations and I got donations coming from you. They don't want change. No, they don't. Sad to say, they don't. Will they one day? Yeah. Change sometimes. The thing with change sometimes it's a gradual process. It's a slow process. Look how long it took for us to get Obamacare. Fuck. A lot of tried it. Look how long that shit took. So it goes to show you. When it comes to change, it's a slow, long marathon pace. It don't come fast and it definitely don't come when you yell at people. Thank you for tuning into the show. Hope you enjoyed it. If you didn't, sorry. But hey, check out the next one. I might not like that one either. Catch you on the next one. I'm Lee Zeller. ZBMPybean.com Zeller's Media at, on Twitter at Zeller Media. Catch you on the next one. I'm out. I am a sinner Who's probably gonna sin again Lord forgive me Lord forgive me